Howdy there. Welcome to Hello There, a Star Wars podcast all about the animated series in this uh, universe that we call Star Wars. I am your host, Sarah, and today I am getting into episode four of Rebels. Um, We have Zeb and Ezra acting up on the ghost crew. Uh, Hera is not having it. She's like, get the fuck off of my ship. You can leave, good sirs. Uh, Sends them on a mission to pick up some like a grocery list, right? She has a list of things for them to go get. And there's this like, it's almost like a scavenger hunt because um, there's these things called like, what are they called? My looms, my lemons, my looms. I'm going to say Lululemon. I don't even own a pair of Lululemons. Um, what are they called? My Laroons. I don't know. I had my, I'm going to have to go back. Some kind of a weird fruit. It does not grow on this planet. Um, but she wants it. She needs at least one of them and they're not allowed to come back to the ship unless they have one. So naturally these two little, uh, opposite characters, right, are sent out on this, uh, interesting little mission together and while they're out in the little marketplace, uh, Ezra runs into um, an older gentleman that he used to know. And then uh, they notice that there are um, stormtroopers who have a whole crate of these, of these uh, you know, mystical, magical fruits that they need to bring and retrieve back to the ghost, uh, ghost cruise ship. So hijinks ensue, pew pew, pow pow, but that is what I'm going to be getting into uh, for this episode. Um, My attachments to all of the uh, characters in Rebels so far has only deepened. Um, I've watched a few of these episodes a couple times now, and so um, yeah, the, uh, the bonds, (laughs) the bonds and the foundation is there, and it's really easy. Um, You've got this funny little, you know, again, uh, water, oil, uh, contrast chemistry with Ezra and Zeb. We have um, Kanan and Ezra trying to figure out how to get him trained in the ways of the Jedi. We have uh, Hera just trying to, you know, keep the family together, keep the ship going. And then we have, you know, the young Mandalorian, uh, Sabine, right? She is very artistic. She's always, uh, spraying, uh, really cool things like, you know, stormtroopers with like stuff crossed out. And, you know, I've heard about her for quite a long time. Um, when the Mandalorian came out, um, season two last year around this time, um, the episode where we got Bo-Katan and then we had like two, other Mandalorians and, um, uh, Sasha Ebanks, I think it is from the WWE, uh, played this like new character. I think that might not be in the Star Wars universe at all, but there was some suspicion that she might be, um, Sabine Wren and, uh, the guys on hyperspace hangout would, would talk about it. So that's kind of where I first heard of like Sabine for the first time outside of just maybe seeing, you know, animated clips of her here and there um I don't know too much about her and so far she has been a wee bit mysterious um so anyways um I think she is super cool I think she's going to be one of my favorites um we did see kind of like a, a similar spray pattern that she does in one of the Mandalorian episodes 
Um, so that I think ramped up the speculation as well. But, um, long story short, um, at this point, I am not sure if there's been like a live action Sabine cast yet or not. Uh, either way, this animated one is really cool. I'm really excited about her. And, uh, yeah. So anyways, we have this episode opening up with, um, cute, uh, cute little Ezra, uh, trying to do a Jedi trick with the, uh, with the, um, oh God, what is it? This bull, right? This bull. And, um, at one point he goes into the other room and he kind of like tries to be like a little like shmarmy with, uh, Sabine a little bit. And then eventually he ends up in his, um, uh, in his quarters with Zeb and they start arguing like two, uh, brothers. And I say that from experience because my kids, I'm like always like boys, boys, like at the older one, I'm like, you know, you could just be nice. You could just be nice to the little one. It, you could just, we could just do that. But you know what? I grew up with just one other sibling, my little sister. And if I could like go back and tell like young Sarah, hey, lighten up. Don't be so uptight. Be nicer to your sister. Um, I don't think I would have listened. So I don't know why. I think I'm going to expect the same results with my own kids. So maybe I'll have to figure that out, right? Uh, anyways, but yes, they're bickering like two freaking siblings, an older brother, younger brother. And, um, yeah, uh, Hera is not having it. She's pissed and, um, lands the ship. They're on, uh, I cannot remember the name of this planet. I'll get it back in a hot minute. Um, but yeah, she's, you know, here's your, here's your, you know, scavenger list of things I need you guys to go get with this, uh, odd rare fruit and um uh I think the guy that um Ezra runs into is like a a farmer that he once knew and I just remember like by the time we get to this end of this episode um it's not good we go to the farm and like the imperial not fun people show up the people you don't want to come to your farm you know like the Krennic type characters that would say farming really uh yeah, that's that's what we're going to have going on here. So I'm going to go ahead and watch a few more minutes and then come back and react to it. So yeah, hope everybody is doing good out there, uh, you know, making their way through this holiday season, staying warm, staying safe, and, uh, you know, just ready to have a, a nice, you know, a nice little holiday end of the year season. So uh, yep, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. I forgot it was Chopper. Ezra was in the scene with the bull with Chopper and then Chopper took the bull and then he threw it at him. I like that little droid. This, this is the droid I have been looking for. Absolutely. 1000%. This is my droid right here. Um, what a little bastard. <laughs> like I have seen people make jokes about this droid before, like being kind of a shithead and like, until you get there, it, when he, like, goes into the room to, like, go to sleep, Zeb is like, if you wake me, kid, like, I'll kill you. You know what I mean? Like, don't mess with my sleep, right? And, like, my dad used to work night shifts when we were growing up, so I know how sacred the sleep is. And so, uh, for some weird reason, uh, it decides to just zap Zeb and then Zap Ezra and then they're all you know have gotten Palpatine lightning at them and then like he's 
you know, Ezra's like, it's not my fault. And Zeb's like, I don't care. And Chopper just bounces. And so the two remain in a fight. And then when Hera finds them, they're like, it, it was his fault. So anyways, this is a just <sighs> shenanigans. May Lou run. The fruit is called May Lou run. And if they don't come back without at least one of them, She's not going to let him back on the ship. And that's what you get for messing with the ghost, the ghost cruise ship. Okay. Not while she's in charge. Not while mommy Hira is in charge. And if I'm saying it wrong, I'm really sorry. I go back and forth. I can't ever remember what way to say what name whenever. It's like the first time every time. That's how my brain functions. So let's get vulnerable with each other, shall we? Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, Melu run. We got it. We got it down. Um, they look cool. I mean, I'm sure Sprouts or your produce section at the, your, your, your store has them. Probably Whole Foods uh, for an overpriced uh, amount of dollars or imperial credits or republic you know what i don't know where we are in this time frame right now i think we're into imperial credits i cannot yeah that that is where we're at because this is post order 66 way post you know what let's be done here and move on to the next um chunk of this story because i don't this old rancher ain't selling his fucking farm to the bank okay it's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, this uh, kind old gentleman that Ezra runs into lets him know that these uh, Melu runs aren't uh, made. Uh, what's the word? Planted. They don't grow on. Uh, where are we at? Lothal, I believe. So anyways, he's like, oh, bummer. And he's like, it's going to cost you, kid, if you want to, you know, get it like a imported from some other planet. So, um, anyways, you know, he's kind of like, oh, oh, yeah, hangs his head, walks away. And then we see, like, the brr, 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 brr. Those assholes come into the picture, and they're like, you know, we're going to take your farm, old man. And he's like, no, I'm not selling. Anyways, I sound like one of my kids right now. I'm going to stop. Um, anyways, they are, like, uh, basically, we're, this is where we're going to end up. We're going to end up with, like, this mafia kind of, this sort of cowboy type deal of, like, we asked you, you know, to sell it to us, but what's going to happen is he's going to say no, put his foot down, they're going to show up on the fucking ranch, farm, homestead, what have you, um, and they are going to say, you know, we're not interested in buying anymore, we are just going to take because that's what the dark side does it takes and it takes and it takes and it stabs it's the it's a slow knife it's it's like uh it's gothically dark in the most unromantic way it's really gross i just finished reading revenge of the sith and um oh god you know i was like you know my twitter name is like palpatine right but like ugh. like i got i just Oh, it made me sick by the time I got done with that book because the tricking of Anakin Skywalker, it, not the tricking, he's, he's, he's a, ah, uh, it's a lot. See, it's very complicated. So it made me feel very 
weird and numb. And I really, really, really um, had, again, this renewed uh, distaste and hate for uh, the dark side and, and the Sith. And, you know, it's fun to play. It's fun to play games, you know, like the, you know, the, the, the grownups say, you know, but like, mm, there's consequences to that to that fucking Star Wars dark side and it is deep and it is uh uh generous as they say uh but unnatural at the same time so anyways moving along Ezra got spooked right because he saw this little crew here in the market marketplace and he walked off before we see them interacting with um with this with this this older guy so um yeah and then um eventually we get to the part where um He's, uh, hooks back up with Zeb and they see, um, these, this crate or couple crates of these Milo runs, uh, being taken somewhere. And so naturally they're going to take them. I mean, can we talk about a mirror to episode one? I like that kind of shit. It's poetry. It rhymes. It's nice. It's cool. Let's go. You know, the empire would, they would buy up the whole fucking supply of Milo runs. That's all. So Zeb and Ezra see this Greedo looking character. And I apologize. I cannot remember the name of this type of alien. Um, Anakin's best friend, Walt, is the same. I don't think it's Toydarian. No, those are the the Watto ones, I think. Anyways, whatever. We see the Greedo, Walt looking fucking character. Uh, Seems like a nice fella. Just seems like a nice, nice person here. And they're like, can we buy some of these? And he's like, no, they're already sold. And they're like, well, can we buy them from? And then, oh, camera pans to Stormtrooper. And he's like, from the Empire. And they're like, oh, shit. So naturally, uh, you know, Ezra thinks that he can use what little of the force he's learned so far to you know, pull the crate towards them, or at least one of them, it doesn't happen. Zeb laughs because Zeb is just a fucking beast of a fucking character. I really enjoy him. He's hilarious. Um, especially when he starts throwing the, uh, big metal crates at the stormtroopers. Once Ezra goes up there and he pulls one out of the crate, he goes to throw it at Zeb and they're like, you put that down. And, uh, yeah, then they get wiped out by, by, by old Zeb there. And I thought that was a pretty, a pretty good little, uh, action sequence. So now they are in the throes of, um, trying to, uh, you know, escape this stormtrooper deal and get a fucking Milo run back to Miss Beautiful Hera. So, you know, there's that. Um, odd observation. Uh, Zeb has very, uh, impeccably smooth armpits uh I don't know if it's photoshop I don't know if it's the lighting but I just was like wow when he lifted up his arms out of his little tank top I was like that's interesting so anyways um Zeb and him, uh, Ezra keep going back and forth with this like sort of like uh you know you owe me first for me saving your life vice versa we're even are we even blah 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 so then we see them you know they're running away from the stormtroopers um and like Zeb starts like going up the wall with this like usually this like would make my spine shiver like nails on a chalkboard but like for some reason his nails looked like cool going into the building and like going up and up and then he like goes back and like flips onto like the fucking stormtroopers and like both of his claws go like right into their faces 
Um, it was really impressive and I really enjoyed that. And then, um, you get this really asshole looking Imperial dude flying, um, this TIE fighter looking ship. And then Zeb hops in it, uh, pulls the douche, uh, yuppie looking guy out and says, I've never flown one of these before. And then takes off. And yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Well, my, my, by the time Zeb picks Ezra up and they are flying this TIE fighter through the market, farmer's, farmer's market, they run into the Greedo type character again and just accidentally just shoot his whole stand to smithereens, right? Fruit everywhere, all over the windshield of the, of the ship, uh, they bounce out and the guy's like raising his fist in the air like, you know, F you guys. You just blew up all my stuff. And so anyways, uh, you know, by the time they, you know, Zeb and him go back and forth again and back and forth again, um, they finally beep into uh, the the ghost ship. They're, they're checking in and um, right before that, Hira sees Sabine in... Um, their room and she knows what she's up to like obviously spraying doing her little artwork and uh she just kind of walks by and is like well it's, at least it's not my room right and uh yeah so by the time we get them um you know uh page in into home um Kanan is not amused that they stole a tie fighter he's like have you dislocated the uh uh you know a whatever, the locator, the freaking GPS tracker, whatever. And they're like, uh, sure. And then they're like going back and forth. Is it the red one? Is it the blue one? And then he put, you know, butts in and he's like, it's both of them. And they're like, got it, got it. I mean, we knew that a long time ago, but got it. And so anyways, uh, yeah, they're just trying to get them to get rid of this freaking TIE fighter. Um, she says, you know, don't worry about the Melu runs, which is like, They got them, and then they smashed them, and then they lost them, and then they, you know, we're just on a wild goose chase here, and uh, meanwhile, back at the ranch, okay, uh, the Imperial uh, crew, troopers, the douchey-looking bag guy uh, just rolled up to the guy's farm, and he's like, I thought I told you I'm not selling my farm, and he's like, you misunderstand, we're no longer interested in selling it. And yeah, so that's, uh, that's where we're at in the story. So let's, let's see what happens from here. I'm sure it's going to be really good. And I bet Zeb and Ezra are going to pop up and, you know, just, uh, annihilate whatever it is that these, uh, dumb Imperial officers think they're going to do at this farm. So let's go. Okay. New fun, interesting, uh, thing to think about. Uh, when um Ezra comes to uh Ezra and uh Zeb get to the uh farm um and they see that you know there's smoke coming from it and he's like what's going on over there uh because we saw the imperial troopers show up and anyways uh they took um the the farmer and the people the rest of the people on the farm as prisoners on a transport uh, shot up the farm. It's smoking, not good. Uh, and so, you know, the two of them decide we're going to head that way. 
right? And so um, we see Ezra hop on top of the transport ship and uses the force to open up the, uh, I don't know, the restraints of, uh, of the farmer, of the three people taken prisoner. And uh, they're kind of like, ooh, it's like too fast to jump off of this thing. And he's like, do you guys want to stay prisoners or what? So they hop off and bounce. Stormtroopers come up and... Um, it just was really interesting because as, uh, you know, we see Zeb coming in with the TIE fighter shooting, which was really cool. Um, Ezra's using the Melu runs. Um, they came in super handy to, uh, he used those to, uh, hit the, the stormtroopers, you know, uh, kind of, they under, they underestimated his power. And, uh, anyways, so, um, he has the Melu run and he's holding it in front of him and this trooper in between them two and the blaster. And the trooper's just like, just kind of like you, you did this all for fruit. And it kind of was weird. I've never seen a stormtrooper kind of question anything like that before. Like there's some humorous troopers throughout the original trilogies, whatever. Um, the Mandalorian played with it kind of a little bit. We had that Jason Sudeikis character uh, trooper that like punched baby Grogu, which was like an atrocity to just humanity as a whole. Um, you don't punch the puppet. <sighs> what a dark space. I can't believe anybody ever thought that like punching the, the, the million dollar Grogu puppet would be a fun little bit of improv. Anyways, I'm going to get off my high horse here. Um... So anyways, uh, I just thought it was super interesting that this trooper was kind of like, should be blasting the kid is like, you did this for fruit. Um, so anyways, thought that was kind of cool. And there's about like, you know, I don't know, five, less than five minutes left of this episode. So, um, you know, he's, he's saving his friends. He's, he, hopefully he leaves with the Melu run. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. How delightful is this show? So the farmer and his wife, lady companion, uh, they are, uh, you know, farm's gone, but they're safe. Um, they, uh, uh, Ezra and Zeb, uh, destroyed the TIE fighter, apparently. Um, they make their way back home to their found family on the ghost cruise ship. Um, Kanan and Hera are waiting for them and they present her with a single Melu run fruit. And as she stated at the beginning of the episode, do not come back unless you have at least one Melu run. And so the mission is complete. Did they get the rest of the supplies? No. Do they have a single weird fruit? Yes. What anybody is going to do with this fruit is beyond my motherfucking imagination. Um, but we get this, uh, silly little moment where, uh, Sabine, I did not expect this to be on the wall. She has a picture that she painted of Ezra and Zeb wrestling around. They both look like two toddlers, uh, fighting. And, um, he's, she's like, you said you wanted to be my inspiration. And he's like, that's not what I had in mind. I look like a fool. And like, Zeb is like, I look like an even bigger fool. And then they look at Chopper and they're like, this is all your fault. So we get like the third back around it's all your fault moment and chopper just sort of says like f you guys and pieces out like he usually does and then you know everybody's wrestling and you know you know just being all 
crazy with each other and then uh you know by the end of by the end of this we get we get them all um you know we get a we get freaking just Kanan Kanan and Hera amused and exhausted which you know that's that's parenting so they're they're doing a great job so I'm excited to see what their next mission is here um excited for uh you know the things to come down the road uh I was trying to type in um this episode to look up some pictures and somehow season three came up and I was like this is not I thought my brain broke because I was like this is not the episode I watched and then I looked up and I put okay it says season three it's not episode three season one um actually no this is episode uh four season one this one was called fighter flight which uh I you know makes perfect total sense um again this whole crew here this whole found family unit bubble I love it I live it I laugh it um I'm gonna cry about it I know I know because I know I have seen you know just based on being on the internet, you know, uh, I, I know what happens to some characters and I'm just like not looking forward to it. I am not looking forward to that. So I'm going to just enjoy this nice season one bubble here where we're getting to know everybody. We're on these little missions and, um, you know, before things get too deep and too hurtful and before these attachments and bonds I have formed with these characters, um, fade into the, uh, galaxy dust um you know I'm enjoying this fun romp of a show so with that being said that is uh season one episode four of rebels um fight or flight um very zeb ezra heavy episode um I'm looking forward to some more sabine and um some more jedi stuff between uh kanan and ezra I know that's going to be good and that's going to be fun um and really personal, you know what I mean? I'm sure it's gonna, I'm sure it's gonna just really get, get to the heart of things. Um, what is, oh, what is, the, what does Chirrut say in Rogue One? The Kyber Crystal is the heart of the Jedi or the, something like that. You know, I can't remember. I don't know where I'm going with this, but this was a really fun episode. I love Rebels. Um, I'm excited to get into some more Clone Wars. Um, over this winter break, I'm going to be getting into uh, Resistance, checking out that first episode. Uh, I'm excited to get into a timeline that is more into the Ray, Poe, Finn uh, sequel trilogy kind of era. That's that's fun to me. I, I think I need to pull myself out of this like post-Order 66, like right after it kind of like timeline and like building up to it again. Um Revenge of the Sith, that was rough. I knew it was going to be. I knew it was going to be. I, I I went from Master and Apprentice to Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, to Revenge of the Sith. And I was originally, a couple months ago, just going to go into Revenge of the Sith. The The app that I have for my audiobooks didn't have it available yet. And so I was like, you know what? Might as well start from the beginning. And so did the Kaigon Obi, a little bit of Dooku backstory with Master and Apprentice. Um... I enjoyed the novelization of Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Again, one of my favorite things right now getting into is the whole cloning aspect, clone troopers. How did they, how did the Jedi 
end up with them? Uh, how did it happen? And how does this all come back to the Snoke Palpatine thing? So like, love that fun little deep dive. Um, but yeah, so as far as like Star Wars books goes, um, I have picked up, uh, it's a Mace Windu one. It's called Shatterpoint. And I think it's Legends, which I think would be the first Legends book that I have gotten into, I think, um, in the Star Wars novel book universe. And so, um, I'm liking it so far because, um, I didn't know that his Padawan was, um, Deepa Balaba and she is super cool. Uh, she was Kanan or Kanan when he was Caleb, uh, first episode of Bad Batch. We see her and a young, um, Kanan Jarrus being her Padawan. And so anyways, I like that. I think that's cool. Um, I think it's cool that Mace Windu was Yoda's Padawan. Um, it's just, yeah, I just really like it. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, where the story goes. Um, he has to like go on a search for his, uh, former Padawan. And, um, I don't know, it's just kind of interesting to get Mace Windu's perspective, uh, through, through his book. So yeah, Shatterpoint, which, is kind of cool because, um, in the Revenge of the Sith novel, there's a few times where you get a Mace Windu kind of POV and he talks about Anakin's shatter point and seeing, uh, the Sith shatter point or something like that. I don't think it was Palpatine's. I think it was the Sith. I don't know what, it, but he brought it up a few times, um, in his perspective in that book. And I thought that was kind of cool. So, um, yeah, shout out to shatter point. Um, yeah, I hope I hope the rest of the book is as exciting as the beginning is. So, uh that's the episode. I'm going to cut things off here now. Um not sure what the next episode will be. It'll either be Bad Batch probably or Cologne Wars. Um I again hope you guys are making it through this uh crazy season. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay curious and um you know, I I just again, I'm very thankful uh, for the listeners of this podcast, thankful for the wonderful Star Wars community uh, on Twitter. Um, trolls show up every now and again, but uh, it, the dark side uh, doesn't even come close to outweighing the good side of it. And um, there was, um, there's been some uh, movement um, around, um, I have not gotten into the High Republic yet, like in terms of like comics or books. Um, I, I've put the, uh, the light of the Jedi on a few times, um, like when I was going to sleep at night. So I've listened to it in my sleep a few times, but like, I don't know enough about it to like get into it yet. Um, I can't even really remember the name of the main character in that fucking book. So that's just where I'm at. Um, but hoping to get into more of it, really excited. Um, and on the other end of things, I'm not like a, a super into gaming at this point in my life. I, I used to be into it a little bit more, but I know that gaming in the Star Wars community is huge. And I know that a lot of people were really excited about this um, video game that um, is coming out uh, that is centered around the High Republic. I think it's called Eclipse. Um, but the thing is, is uh, they decided to develop it with... Um, a video game developer who has uh has very public uh and on the record views of just um how they feel about um certain people coming to their video games and I think one of the like you know uh on the record quotes is they don't make words 
uh, they don't make games for F words. The gay slur. You know what I mean? The LGBTQ slur. So, excuse me, uh, you know, no, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. Uh, not, not so into that. And, uh, so anyways, there has been this hashtag blackout eclipse and, um, rightfully fucking so, um, I don't know why in a million years you don't vet the people who develop your shit or like look into their history or look at your audience and see that you have like a huge fucking, uh, LGBTQ plus fucking fandom, like, come on. So anyways, um, finally that was made, I mean, that's been making some waves and it finally got onto the trending, uh, aspect of Twitter, uh, Twitter, the Twitterverse, whatever. Um, uh, like a shit ton of people were putting it out there and saying, you know, in no way, shape or form, will I buy this game, play this game, whatever. And so, yeah, it, not that I was going to be playing it, but I'm not going to be playing it, if that makes sense. Like, no, thank you. Uh, that would be a detriment to my own person uh, if I were to do that. Um, so anyways, with uh, that being said, um, may the force be strong with that, um, with that movement. Hopefully, uh, you know, they listen and they realize that they'll be better off and will probably make a lot more money if they don't um, have some asshole develop it who refers to a huge chunk of the Star Wars audience, uh, as a, a, a gay fucking slur, like no thanks, no thanks. So, um, again, I, I know there's probably more articulate people out there who can express, uh, this a little bit better than I can, but this is all that I know. This is what I've seen. And, um, yeah, ew, gross. Bye. Um, so anyways, um, you know, happy holidays. <laughs> I will hope to be, uh, checking back in in a few days, uh, again with some Clone Wars or Resistance or Bad Batch. Uh, we shall see, but, um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening to this. Thank you to, um, all my, all my, uh, Twitter Star Wars friends. You guys are the coolest. You guys post the coolest shit. You guys are so funny. Um, so insightful. Um, you know, it's just fun to see like the little niches everybody has from Gorgs to Rogue One to uh fucking making sure there is like no slander towards fucking the sequels. Um I know Last Jedi just had its anniversary. I posted something about it and let me tell you, the troll showed up. And I was like, I'm either just gonna block people or just big Lebowski them and do like the hey, well that's just your opinion, man. Like just send that meme out to every troll comment but then I got tired and I was like I'll just goodbye goodbye control alt delete um rise of skywalker just celebrated its big anniversary the fucking mandalorian uh luke skywalker episode just celebrated its anniversary so uh a lot of fun reminders lately a lot of uh new things coming up we got book of boba fett bad batch is going to be out soon obi motherfucking kenobi is going to be out and i'm going to leave this podcast episode there okay obi-wan kenobi our lord and savior the hero of the star wars universe himself we're gonna see him again and I'm very excited. And I know you guys are excited. So let's just say goodbye before before it all gets terribly, 
terribly wishy-washy. Bye!